It's time now for the Kill the Can podcast. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Kill the Can podcast. I'm your host, Chewy. Do you want to quit nicotine and take back control of your life? We'll tell you how we've done it and answer the questions you didn't even know you had about how you can quit today. For today's episode, I'm joined by Scott, who longtime KTC members know by the name of Waste Panel. You can see his post littered throughout the Words of Wisdom section on the website, and he's still active today in our Discord server. Um, I forgot to ask him on the podcast, but I texted him after the fact. I wanted to know the genesis of his screen name, Waste Panel. And here's what he had to say. It was a joke with my friends. I saw a headline in the paper that said, Canton Man renamed to Waste Panel. I said, it would suck to wake up and find yourself being renamed that. So I named myself that online. So without any further ado, here's my conversation with Scott, a.k.a. Waste Panel. Well, hey, uh, thank you for joining me today. Uh, I'm joined today by uh, by somebody who long-term KTC folks will know and love, Mr. Waste Panel. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm good, man. It's good to it's uh, it's good to talk to you. It's been a while since we caught up. Um, so, uh, look, I can kind of before we get started, uh, tell tell the listeners kind of y- your story and and kind of your quit and how many days you're on and those kind of things. Well, first of all, I'm quit for four thousand two hundred and thirty five days. That's awesome. Um, I originally started on quitsmokeless.org. Worked my way to KTC. That was way back in 2006. I stopped when my mom asked me to quit when she was diagnosed with stomach cancer. Okay. I stopped. I used the pro- I used the program in quotation marks. Right. I showed up every day. I posted role. I talked to people every now and then. But 2006 was a weird time. And that was when you quit as well. So. Yeah. We didn't text a lot. I mean, everything was on the forums and you we really didn't have communication outside of the forums. At least yep. I mean, at least I didn't. Right. I I hit the Hall of Fame. I was proud of it. And then I just stopped posting. So was I did I stay quit? Yeah, I actually stayed quit for probably another three or four years. I'm I used to know the date of when I actually came and it was right. like October 28th of like 2009 or 2010. Okay. And I know that because it was at a Browns game and I hadn't posted on the site forever. I hadn't even thought about my quitting forever. Yeah. So was I quit? No, I was not using. Um, and then I was with some friends. I got drunk. And I said, hey, that sounds great. Right. And then next thing I know, I was right back slowly to using it more and more every day of my life. So you wandered. So you were so you were quit then what, four or five years? Uh, it was like about three years. I think it was a little. It actually was a little over a thousand days. Like, I mean, it, OK, I'm it was. And I wouldn't even say quit. Like I said, I was stopped. Not using. I was not actively pursuing a quit. And that was my biggest problem. I never thought about a quit. I basically just went about my life. Was I using? No. Could you have said I was quit? Eh, From the outside perspective. But if I'm not actively quitting, that's not quit. Sure. 
And that was one of the most important tools that I learned when I came back in 2011. Um, at the time, my oldest was seven years old. Um, he, he had a baseball game that day. And I told him if he hit a double, I would get him beef jerky after the game. Uh, okay. It was a silly little promise. Um, and he had a double. So I went to a store. And they didn't have any beef jerky, which is weird. Went to another store. They didn't have beef jerky. So then I was starting to get frustrated. I went to the last store and all they had was the shredded beef jerky in a can. Okay. And I gave it to him. And he kept asking me, are you sure this is okay? Are you sure? And I was like, yeah, why, why is he, why is he acting like this? Right. We went home. He was all proud of himself. He walked into the house right up to mom and started packing that can of beef jerky, just like I do. Right. And that was the moment that I kind of decided it's, I, I got to get away from this. Wow. Okay. So that was when I wandered on to the KTC chat. Okay. Um, went in there. I was basically, I had already done my pre-research and decided it was, I wasn't a candidate to quit. I was right. depressed and sad if I did not have nicotine in my system. Okay. And I needed some extra help. I needed Chantex. I needed, I already had my list of things as to yeah. why I could not quit. Now, let, j just so I'm clear, th this, the, 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 the conversation or the episode with your son and the, the jerky, that was the first time that you, that was when you stopped or this is when you came back to quit. Nope. That was when I came back to quit. Okay. That was okay. what got me back to quitting. Okay. So you would, okay. Um, so you would already then had quote unquote stopped or not used for three uh -huh. years went back to the can at a Browns game. And then subsequently this happened a year or whatever later. Gotcha. Okay. Right. And it wasn't like I liked all of a sudden started buying cans every single day and everything like that. When I went back to the can, um, it was, I bought a can or at the time I used it that day. And then I was very proud of myself because I didn't use it the next day. Right. Right. And then I started thinking, well, you know what? Like I'm hanging with my friends. Everybody's chewing and smoking. I can just, I can partake. What, what's the big deal? I've already yeah. proven that I'm, that I'm cool. And then I started, then they started getting pissed off that I was just always bumming. You were bumming, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So then I started buying cans just for hanging out with my friends and throwing them away afterwards. Cause you know, okay. I mean, I, it's nothing that's really overtaking my life here. Sure. But then I started buying cans and thinking, you know, it's silly for me to throw this away. If I just put it in my glove compartment, it'll be fine. And then I'll just pull it out the next time. And then it became drives home was like, well, if the can's right there, I might as, and then next thing I know, I'm chewing all the time. And then once my wife found out that I was chewing again, it was on and I really did not have to hide anything at that point. Sure. I could chew 24 seven. Okay. So, um, so I guess we'll take a step back. How long had you chewed before you stopped the first time? And then I, how long in between your stop and your quit? I picked, I picked the habit up in high school when I was playing okay. football. Okay. Um, like all teenagers, you pick up bad habits. 
and all my friends were smoking and I could not smoke and run at the same time. Yep. So, but I could chew and I could chew in school and I could chew at work and I could chew anytime that I wanted to and no one would know. Sure. So I chewed from the time I was 16, 17 on. And okay. then I, then the original time that I stopped, I think I was like 35. So I was like 17 years there. Okay. And then quit or stopped for three, three and a half years. And then I, my official quit date is June 28th of 2011. Okay. Okay. So then, okay. Um, so t- tell me about, if you can remember, do you remember that first dip back at a Browns game, what that was like? So being hammered at watching probably a terrible yeah. Browns team. Well, yeah, I think that was the, and I I remember looking it up just because I believe it was the Green Bay Packers beat the Browns that day. And it was like 42 to nothing. And I, okay. I, I want to say that Rogers just went insane. Yeah. Like whatever it was, I just remember it was bad. And it was like, I don't know, like I've stopped a few times in my life. And when you do that first dip back it just always you seem to spit out anything that's ever been in your mouth at least i do like i just remember my very first dip i remember every dip after a long period of time you put it in and it's just like all that saliva and it's just you're spitting and spitting and spitting and it just feels like you're almost puking and you're like why in the world does anybody want to do this right and then you just kind of get used to that and then that's gross in itself (laughs) It's such a great habit to be done with. <laughs> right. And, and were you, did you catch, did you catch a wicked buzz like you did back in the day or no? Oh, I, I don't know. I was, yeah. I was not in the right frame, frame of mind. Oh, like I said, my biggest revelation from that more than anything was the next day saying, Hey, you chewed yesterday and you're not chewing today. That means that you're cured. That's a win. And that's really, yeah. And that was where my brain turned on me. And that's the difference between the not using and the quitting and the quitting. You're going to say to yourself, I can't do this. And I, I can't have just one. Whereas the not using, you're going to fall for the lies that your brain tells yourself. Sure. And that's, that's really, I think the difference between my quit and my stoppages. Okay. And so, so how do you, um, so th- th- that was going to be my next question. Like what, what's different now? And it sounds like it's just kind of your mindset of, um, using again is, is not acceptable. It's, 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 it's off the table. It's not an option. Oh, it's been off the table since June 28th of 2011. And okay. even then when I did that, I went into chat and, I even had, I would think my lip was even packed when I was in chat. Okay. And I remember that. I don't even remember who it was just said, Hey, out of respect, spit it out while you're at least on the chat site. Sure. Which I did. Yeah. That turned out to be my final chew was that one right there because I was basically ripped into and said, Hey, you're not special. You can quit. You just have to choose to be quit. And 
I don't know. Like I was looking back at some of my posts back at KTC and I ran across the quote because I always like to use quotes whenever I think about my quit. Mm -hmm. And it was a quote from Stephen King in the book, The Institute. And the quote is, it was so simple, but it was a revelation. What you did for yourself was what gave you the power. Oh, that's so that awesome. day, so that day, I was pissed and I spit it out out of respect. But I was pissed at those guys because they didn't tell me what I wanted to hear. They told me I was like them and I could do this, and I just had to bear down and do it. Sure. And I got through the night, and by the end of the night, my jaw was a little swollen. I was a little lightheaded. And then the next day I just pushed myself. And then the day after I pushed myself and the forum got loud because that's what usually happens on returning members. Right. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of the hard truths that are thrown out to quitters. And that's, that's awesome. But there's also a lot of insults and that's, that's where it gets to be a little bit difficult Sure. So you have to be able to pull the hard truths out of those insults yep. and move along. So what I ended up doing was in my mind deciding, you know what? Fuck these guys that are telling me that I can't do this, that I don't deserve to be on the forum with them. I'm just going to make friends with everybody that's in here that's coming in and we're going to run this place sooner and sooner or later. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. I tried to befriend as many people as I could in those first few days. A lot of them were just in my group. I mean, the very, since I quit on June 28th, we had a July 4th party, like after the first week, mm -hmm. which probably should have killed my quit. Right. But I had already decided I was not drinking that day. Okay. I was going to do yard work so that I was tired. Mm -hmm. I promised my son that I would go sleep in the tent in the backyard with them that night. So I had an excuse to get out of the party earlier. Yep. What I was not counting on was the fact that as I'm laying out my plan for this party on the forums of getting four uh, private messages with phone numbers saying, Hey, just give us a text during the uh, party or just let us have yours so that we can check in with you. And that's what I did. And I ended up leaning on those phone numbers. And there was a couple guys from my group. It was a vet. And I don't even remember who the third, the fourth person was, but I remember texting with them. Um, and then I really started to lean into the site shortly thereafter because I had a friend who passed away who was a high school friend. And it was going to be a lot of sitting around and mourning with my friends and drinking and you know where that leads to so i yep. thought for sure that was where my quit was going to die and i got myself through that too making just making good decisions and deciding and being open with everybody and saying hey mm -hmm. i don't do this anymore that's that's actions that i did that's not me sure did um did you run across any pushback from people outside of the kill the can community 
giving you shit for for those decisions for uh come on man blah 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 and anything like that or did they did they listen to you and respect you and say hey i'll support you and you know i would say 99 percent of the people would say all right how many how long have you been quit what are you doing to be quit especially the users are usually very interested to know hey mm-hmm. what's a successful way of quitting this nasty ass habit yeah the only time that I ran into any resistance, which was funny, was we were at a, I was, and this was, I was already quit, like, I don't know, almost a year. And I went to a fantasy football draft and I still, and I had a can of herbal snuff with me, like the, not the Smoky Mountain. Yep. And I leaned on that for a crutch whenever times got very hard and I knew that it would be that I would be tempted to use the real stuff. And I pulled that out and I packed that. And I, and my one friend across the table looks at me, he's like, I fucking knew you wouldn't be stay quit. Right. Which then I had to explain to him what it was, show him the can. And then it prompted me to throwing him a nice little email the next day of just saying, Hey, if you want to quit, I'll gladly help you. Blah, blah, blah. So that's the only resistance I got. And that dude still smokes and chews like a fiend to this day. Does he really? I think yeah. that he just wanted, he just wants to know. He, he's in the same mentality that I think that I was of, hey, I can't be mean without this weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think it's, it's really interesting, Scott. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people, current users that I, I think you're right. I think that when you, a lot of people, when they're contemplating quitting, they they think that they're going to get a lot of pushback from their from their friend groups from their you know peers or whatever you know peers that they chew with or whatever and i i don't see that really it's it's you're right most of the time i think you're right i think most of the time most of the people have the experience that you do where even current users are interested in the fact that you're quitting they're not really interested in making fun of you or what have you. And I don't know if it's a conscious thing or subconscious thing, but I think they really, they're like, Oh, Hey, this might be my lifeline. This might be my opportunity to break free as well. Um, mm-hmm. Where, where before they didn't quite see that. So I, I think that's um, you're not the first person I've heard that from. So I think that's, that's, which is good, right? It's it's important for people to understand that. Hey, when I'm going to quit, I'm not going to get ridiculed. Most, you know what I mean? Like people want to help. Right. Yeah. yeah and, and and I mean, like you still run into headaches along the way and it's not really pushback, but it's like when I told my wife why I was quit again in 2011, Yeah, I got the eye roll. I got the, we've sure. been through this before. If you're going to be pissy for a week until you go back to it and then, We'll pretend like it never happened. And that's the stuff that you're going to see that because when they think about you, fl- when, when you flail, right. you affect those around you. When you're focused, the world kind of bends to you. Sure. And you can say, hey, this quit is part of my life now. Yep. And, and people see the resolve and they're behind you and they're ready to go. Yeah. So... We, we chatted about the kind of what has made this quit different than your stoppages. Um, how do you, and I, and I know, cause I've known you for several years now, I know that you 
take this concept of one day at a time very seriously. Um, yes. So how how do you reconcile in your mind the this concept of one day at a time with also the concept of now that you're quit this time, it's no longer an option. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's, there's many ways to state it. And one of the ways that I like to think about it is that quit is almost like we're walking on a tightrope and like that first day or so you're a foot off the ground. So if you fall, there's really no, right. there's no injury oh, or anything I, like that. I like where you're going. But the farther you get along, the higher that tightrope becomes. So as I went through my quit, the numbers of contacts that were built into my phone, the friends that I made. I mean, we were, we've done some really awesome stuff together yeah. with scare tissue. I yeah. mean, like you've done a lot of work for me. I mean, we've, it's been awesome. Yeah. It, it would suck that our connection is broken just because I choose for momentary highs. Mm-hmm. Like that's really where I, beca- where I got to is like, I made, and it's different now too, like with like Facebook and everything. When we were first kind of started out on these forums, everything, there was a mystique mm-hmm. to being anonymous. And like, it was, you didn't know anything about these other guys except for what they told you. So I didn't know if they were CFOs of like giant corporations or um, cameramen for sporting events or baseball like there's many there's a lot of big names and people that i befriended that i had no idea what in the world they did or anything about them until way later and then even then it wasn't that big of a deal but then when you see it on facebook they have a different it's it's harder to interact with them and go oh my gosh i've been that's the guy i've been telling this to right Right. No. Yeah. It's interesting. Right. It's like so. So social media obviously has come. Well, it didn't even exist when when the site started to your point earlier. Texting really wasn't even a thing back in, you know, 2006 or whatever when I quit. Um, But I but I think it goes to show you that when you when you're interacting with somebody on the on the the level playing field of we are all addicts right mm-hmm. it kind of strips away all of that other stuff right it doesn't matter right. if you're the cfo of a you know of a this or you're a, or a professional cameraman or a, a web developer or whatever right because at the at the core we are all addicted to the same drug and we're all fighting that same battle which is right which is really kind of cool when you, when you're able to step back and think about it. Right. Yeah. Um, so I guess to the, to that point is the, and I'll say the, the kill the can community and I'll use that in quotes and the way I'm defining that is kind of all of the different tools that we have now, right. Whether it's the forums, discord, social media, you know, this, is it, is it um, better now, different now, worse now? Like you mentioned the fact that back in the day, 
we all kind of started out anonymously, right? Mm-hmm. And that, and I think that was probably a function of, or maybe even a lack of function of the tools that we had available to us, right? Yeah. We had the forums and that was about it. Um, so is it just kind of, can you talk to me about kind of the, if you were a new quitter now, the landscape of kind of all of these different parts of the community that we have, good, bad, and different, or just kind of your thoughts? So the way that I usually explain this and like, I'm, and I mean, I'll be honest with you, like the discord option is not as good for me. I've never been a big fan of chat. So Mm -hmm. like a long chat like that, just, I I get lost on it. I like to go back and look at the forums. That's always been my way. Yep. Um, So I've, I've kind of fallen out of the discord side of everything, but then I use um, like I created it or actually didn't create, but I, I, took over a sub on Reddit that's called stop dipping. Okay. Um, and then just kind of use that as my daily, Hey, remind me to put a post in there and then I'll, I'll get on discord and I'll, I'll put my day count and, but I don't interact the way that I once did. I usually mm-hmm. try to save like I save that for other places. I just, I don't know what it is. I'll send a text or do whatever. Sure. Is it, is it better or is it worse? I don't know. I mean, yeah. it, it's so hard because I think that it's an ever-changing landscape. Yeah. I love what you're doing with this podcast because in my mind, like I spent so much time with my headphones on the road, just walking with the dog in those first few months. And to have something like this would have been wonderful to me to hear Hey, it is possible for me to get through this and to know what the basics of quitting are and what I should be doing at a certain time and everything like that. So I would have loved something like this back in 2006 or 2011. Wasn't an option then? Probably not. Right. But at the time I had the forums. So the way that I've always thought about a quit is that ultimately, like if you think of like the quit almost even as like a toolbox. Mm -hmm. you have your tools in there you have the ktc with all of its wealth of information you have google which you can even go in and find stuff that's not even on uh ktc you have your friends you have your uh your uh oral whatever the world the gum seeds whatever you have your knowledge And you have to keep that all in your toolbox and you have to keep your tools clean and you have to know how to use them because if you don't and the time comes and you really need your tools, you're going to go to get something out and your hammer's broken or now you've made your project harder. You've made this way worse. So I can't say it's better or worse or better or worse because we're adding tools every single day. Sure. Some yeah. of them I don't know how to use, but I'm sure, sure that I can learn. Well, yeah, and and I think yeah, and I think the the reality is right. You're so what you're twelve years into this quit right at this point. Um, and and the, to your point, the tools that you may or may not need are vastly different today than they were five years ago, twelve you know ten years ago, twelve years ago, right? Um, right. so no, I think, I think that's a, that's a really important point. Um, and, and I think you also touched on something you're right that just the landscape of just of technology of what's available. Um, I, I, I never heard, even heard of a podcast until, you know, I don't know, four or five years ago. 
Um, right. You know, YouTube wasn't what it is um, or isn't, you know, you know it didn't really exist back then. Um, and, and, and again, you're right. Kind of old school forums kind of are what the, you know, were what they were. I think, you know, the, the main, the main reason for the, for the move to discord, I, I primarily was really the, the mobile experience. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing everything on mobile. And I, you know, we've done a lot of work over the years to make the website more mobile friendly and searchable and those kind of things. Um, which is funny because even though I kind of live in that digital marketing world, I still like to use my laptop more than I like to use, you know, more than I like to browse my phone, but just kind of looking at the analytics of the world, I understand that like, I'm a dinosaur when it comes to that, you know, I mean, everything is mobile these days. So, um, and to your point, um, again, even, uh, or especially pre pandemic, I was in the car all the time and I love listening to pot. That's where I get my news. That's where I get my entertainment. That's, you know, these kind of things. Um, and it's been really enjoyable for me to like, to get to reconnect with some old friends and have you on the podcast and some other, it's, yeah. it's been really, really enjoyable. Um, so I appreciate the feedback. I'm, I, yeah, I'm always looking for kind of what, you know, what, what we can do and how we can reach people and answer questions and, and yeah. those kind of things. So I, I think the best thing that you can do is to get that magic that was on KTC, because the reason I gravitated KTC is it had the best, like the main site had all the good information that I needed, but the forums was what kept me connected, but there was some great stuff there. There was some great quotes. There was some funny shit that happened. There was, I mean, that was where the quits. If you go back to any group and read through them, it's always the same. You always have the same quitters that come in. They know what to do from day one. Don't tell them any differently. You have the ones that are so unsure of themselves. They have no idea what to do. You have a guy that's flip-flopping between all of them. And then you have a bunch of people that are just standing around. Just, I don't know these fools. I don't know what in the world's going on, but I'm quit at least. Right. And that's, I mean, what we need to do is get the magic of that site out on podcasts. Like maybe get some of us to just go in here and say, Hey, you wrote this back in 2008. Do you just want to read it real quick and get like the, get those quotes out there? Because that's what really made that site special. In fact, in, I forget what year it was, the site uh, sent Kent and I to um, the Montana summit. for the, yeah. the uh, Smokeless Summit. And the opening statement, they talked about how they needed quitters to talk about their experience. And that's what all of these stop smoking, stop dipping programs from all over the country were trying to achieve. Kent and I sat at our table with binders of success stories, of Hall of Fame speeches, of just saying, hey, this is this is who we are. We don't throw, we don't say, hey, lozenges are the answer or this is the answer. You really just have to wake up every day and you have to say, I quit. Mm -hmm. And you got to fulfill that promise. And then the next day you do it again. And that's, so going back to that long-term versus short-term and everything like that, that's where it is. I mean, I wake up every day. I do something to remind, I, I don't, I don't post on the forums as much anymore just because I don't. Yeah. I, I'm, it's probably not a good excuse, and I probably should go post roll and be ready for some <laughs> blowback. But, 
but so, I so do I, normally post roll on something or I yep. read something or I listen to a podcast. I do something to say, Hey Scott, you're still quick. Yeah. So, so let me ask you a question. So, um, and, and then I, and I want to be cognizant of your time. So I'll leave, I'll leave you with this last question. Um, so you mentioned earlier in our conversation that you were quit, you were not using, um, or I'm sorry, you were stopped. You were not using. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then just a minute ago, you, you said you're, you're not posting role daily, which I get, like, I get that. I guess my question to you is, um, have you, have you run across the time in, in this past 12 years where you have recognized maybe you were going down a similar path as before and you've had to kind of re-engage your quit or, you know, kind of like repurpose some of the tools that you, that we mentioned that like, has, has, have you seen that happen over the past 12 years? Well, yeah. Like, and you kind of have to do it. You kind of have to do that self-assess. Quitting is almost even a lot like marriage. It's like you make a promise to somebody, but just because you made that promise X amount of years ago, it doesn't mean that that promise that you're working on the communication, that relationship the whole time. And that's the way everything is. If you want something to be long-term, you have to look at yourself and say, all right, what am I going to do to make this happen? Am I going to open up to somebody about my quit? Am I going to post roll? Am I going to, am I going to do everything the same way for 12 years? No, I'm no, not going to do that. Not. But yeah. there are times when I say things like, oh, I'm not posting roll every day. And I think back to those very first days and say, never going to miss po- roll. Right. That's something that will sit in my head of saying, Hey, maybe I should just kind of make a little bit more effort on this side of everything. But that's why I have people like you in my life sure. to yeah. be able to say, Hey, take a step back. Look at yourself. Right. Well, well, Hey, uh, waste panel. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you joining me today. I, I know I just reached out to you yesterday. So thanks for, for making time for me. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I, Thank you very much. I'm 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 glad and I'm honored to be quit with you and I'm really pumped that I know you for so long. Yeah, anytime and you know that we're no, we don't live far away from each other, so next time we got to do this in person. That would be awesome. I would love that. All right. All right. Thanks brother. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. All right. See you Scott. Bye. Bye. Join us again next time for another edition of the Kill the Can podcast.